most widely used and it has about 14 15 different shades of meanings here dharma means now let's understand what dharma the basics of dharma is what does dharma mean it can mean you know, back in india and beggar reminds saying that giving charity is our dharma towards it i was in a indian restaurant recently and they had a little box and it said giving tips is a good karma 
इट बिल्ड योर धर्म ओके फर्स्ट टाइम आई सॉ इट आई रियली स्नैप ऑफ इट एंड पोस्टेड इट इवन द रेस्टोरेंट बिजनेस टीचर्स यू योर धर्म Now, what does dharma mean? Which is mean? So, one simple meaning is righteousness. Righteousness of the individual to perform righteous deeds. The essential meaning of that word is that dharma, that by which that object or that vastu. is defined to be that was defined to be that object now what does that mean let us take couple of examples for example fire now what is the nature of fire what does it do fire there are two aspects one is heat and the second one is light heat and light now both these aspects are the essential expression of fire sugar what is its nature sweet i don't know i have never tasted a sweetener have you ever tasted a sweetener how does it taste does it taste sweet so they have some uh, regulatory thing i believe right that you take a little more than required starts tasting bitter otherwise it should be sweet as well sugar its nature is sweetness if you remove sweetness from sugar can there be sugar if we take away that because of which it is recognized as that particular thing if you remove that away it ceases to exist as that was that is its dharma now from this expression of our body mind and intellect what is it that when we remove we cease to exist that is our dharma that it's not that we, somebody can remove it or somebody should remove it but we see that when that spark of life leaves the body what we call as death leaves the body what happens it no more is functioning the way it functions with the presence of it so the essential nature or the true dharma is that spark of consciousness and what is the what is the nature of it so the nature of it is the consciousness sat chit and ananda the existential consciousness and the blissful nature are the expressions of that 
Swatma. Now that Swatma Tattva, when we say self, because we are identified, identified with the body, mind and intellect, and we behave as if we are body, mind and intellect. And this is one concept that you will find often repeated plenty of times within the Vedantic scriptures. That this is an instrument and the instrument that we are identified with, we behave as if we are that instrument. So we borrow the attributes of that instrument and we behave as if we are that. So one example that I keep asking is when we try different vehicles, do we ever introduce with respect to the vehicle that we drive? Whatever vehicle that we drive, so I, have, I think now I have shifted from Nissan to what is Hyundai. Hyundai. It takes a while to remember. This name now. Hyundai uh, has a very funny name. Tucson? Tucson. So it is Hyundai Tucson. So in summary, you say, I am uh, Hyundai Tucson 2013. No, I don't introduce myself with respect to the vehicle because I know that I am somebody who is using it and I am somebody distinctly other than the vehicle that I am using. Similarly, when we when we talk with respect to this body, mind and intellect, the identification is so strong that we behave as if we are the body, we behave as if we are the mind, we behave as if we are the intellect. Therefore, to grow out of that identification, there is this set of morals, ethics and values stated, which define the righteousness of the individual as to how they interact with the world around. This righteousness helps to grow and become sattvic, purer, so that the identification with the self, which is the consciousness, bliss and happiness, is firmly abided in. So dharma yupaha Dharma Yupaha, that platform on which Dharma, which means righteousness here, can flourish, which is the self or the consciousness. Dharma Yupaha. Mahamakaha. Mahamakaha. For anything, you know, before we understand this word Mahamakaha, when we are aiming for achieving something very high and subtle in life, the amount of discipline and sacrifice required by that individual to achieve that should also be intensely high. As Guruji puts it, you want to climb Everest and you are ever at rest, you can never achieve it. Now, in order to climb that, you have to have a, a lot of rigorous practice. Have you, uh, have, I don't know how many of you have ever gone on rock climbing? 
once I had one with these Yuva Kendra people. The first time I climbed, I thought it was a piece of cake. Yeah, I probably did it faster than anybody else. When I came down, there was this instructor. I said, he asked me, was that easy? I said, yeah. Of course it will be easy. Because you just picked any color and just moved. Next time, try to stick to one color. So there are color patterns. There are red pegs that you hold on to, yellow, green. So mine were I, the first time I went, I just took anything that I could lay my hands on and kept moving. That way it is easy. And the next time I picked one route. I just looked at uh, the whole thing and I thought the, this one would be you know, the next easy one. And that is when you can feel the burn in your thighs, in your arms, in your shoulders. By the time I reach there, now I know what they mean. <laughs> Rock climbing is difficult. It's not just you know, that you just jump in and start climbing. There's a method. You have to follow that method. You have to follow that rigors. This is just simple indoor you know, mechanism. You really go outdoor and start practicing for mountaineering. And there is no red peg sitting there. There is no somewhere, there is no peg at all. You have to climb up and then create your own peg and then move forward. You have to know where exactly to strike that peg in and uh, make sure that it doesn't rip off. You should be able to use those different gadgets, you know, that which can clamp in. And you have to carry all that weight on yourself. So definitely you will not have you know, long time rest. If you are resting, you cannot. You have to sacrifice your sleep. And you have to practice for it. Now you are already working and you are taking your days off to climb that mountain. So you have to do all this preparation after your work. You have to sacrifice most of your time dedicated for that particular thing. Similarly, for the realization to happen, it is not something that you just one day sit and you know come to the uh, ashram or come to the guru or uh, come to the altar and say, okay, I am now ready, I think, for realization. May that realization dawn. It's not going to happen. It requires lot of fine-tuning rigors of discipline that should go in place. It is not that the uh, the path for realization is difficult. It is just that the individual who is stuck with their own patterns of conveniences, not letting go of those conveniences is difficult. Why talk about realization? Come every new year, we make certain resolutions. I liked this kid's uh, humor. They said, 
And this year I am going to change the resolution and I have stuck to it. So somebody posted and asked him what resolution was it? I said the resolution of my screen. I now have a whatever that HD or whatever they call it. I like that post. What did what was your resolution change? I changed the resolution and I'm sticking to it. The TV resolution. In the new year time, uh, especially after all this holiday season, you tend to put on a couple of pounds more. So you, whenever you stand in front of the mirror, and in this country you have these mirrors which are huge, which gives you a life-size picture of everything that you are. <laughs> so you stand in front of the mirror and you hate looking at it because. Uh, Okay. This year I am going to really work on. Once there was this lady that came to Gurudev and she said, I don't know Swamiji. I don't, I am not eating that much these days, but I seem to be putting on weight, I don't know from where. So Gurudev was sitting in the room. And she was sitting across the table in the chair and the way Gurudev was sitting, he could lean backwards and he could see the doorway. And across the doorway, you know, all as youth, we were outside doing our work, volunteers, we were all there. So he bent down and you know, he clapped. Come here, come here, let me show you a miracle. So we all ran in Gurudev never talked about miracles and you know mysterious and things like that. And suddenly when he called her, we thought he was going to show some miracle. So we ran in and he says, she says she doesn't eat but she's putting on weight. So here meat, an effect without a cause. <laughs> All that ego is punctured right away. Done. Done. Well, if you are putting on weight, then there is a reason. Either it is untimely or you know excessive or. Uh, and these people, when they advertise, they even challenge us. They say that you can't stop with one. That's a whole. I see the chip package. They say, they claim you can't stop with one. You open it, you have to finish it. That's one thing that they have mastered, mastered to hit the taste buds. That you cannot resist it. You have to. So why talk about even that? Just to reduce the weight and come back to a normal condition, the discipline that is required, we are not ready to invest that kind of discipline, invest that kind of rigors. Mahamakaha, Mahamakaha, that which demands greater sacrifice. How do you reach to that Lord when you are ready to sacrifice? Now here when we are talking about sacrifice, 
do not immediately jump on to the conclusions that we are talking about some kind of uh, animal sacrifice or something else. I have been asked of that with regards to this particular one. Mahamataha. What does the sacrifice mean? The sacrifice that we are talking is the sacrifice of our conveniences, sacrifice of our various um, habits, um, the things that we are stuck into, the comfort zones that we are into, and the highest and the biggest sacrifice, the ability to sacrifice the ego, the individuality. Now why is that, that the highest sacrifice? Because the way I would want to define for this new world, the word ego, whenever I travel into the universities and other places, it, it seems to click well, the definition or the way ego functions. What does this ego do? It is like a, um, a virus on your computer system. And what does this virus do? It associates itself with all processes that are being run and feeds off of it for its survival. So whether you do good things, bad things, indifferent things, you know, sattvic things, rajasic things, tamasic things, various things that it associates and the most amazing and intriguing part of it, part of the functioning of ego is all those processes that are invoked to work on this ego, to remove this ego, it has a knack to associate with these processes as well, feed off of them and feel good. You have to meditate so that you can transcend this ego, that is they call it transcendental meditation. You have to transcend all these limitations established by the ego on oneself. What does it, the ego do? It again matches itself, merges itself with the process of meditation and then feels good. Feels good that, you know, I have done today 40 minutes of meditation. I have done, I have broken my own record. I did 45 minutes. Who is claiming it? Ego is claiming it. That individuality has to be surrendered, annihilated, transcended. That is the highest sacrifice. That when sacrificed, what you get, that nirvana or salvation, so that salvation which expects, which anticipates highest sacrifice. Maha Makaha Nakshatra Nemihi Nakshatra Nemihi he is the pole star. Or what do you call it? Pole star? North star. The North star, the pole star, Dhruva Nakshatra, the various names for this star. Like <clears throat> when people are uh, traveling in the ancient times, 
they did not have smartphones, smartwatches to show them the directions. In today's world, you jump into the car and you have the navigation system. So you just punch in the address. And I have found it easier you know, when people say, I'll dictate the address for you. I said, no, text me the address. So that I can copy it on the text, paste it into the navigation. <laughs> it makes it easier rather than punching it. And then put it on, and step by step it will take you right in front of the host. It's very difficult to lose the so in earlier days when they would go on expedition, they would go on to the newer lands, they would uh, go into say the voyages, they would go on to the oceans, not knowing where they are. You know, recently, very sadly, even now, what, a month ago, the Malaysian Airlines My heart really goes out for those families. They don't even know where that flight is. So I was getting little. Why can't they find it? They should find that um, things, debris, and other things that are. It should be there somewhere in the ocean. Then you know, somebody sent me a link. This is what gives you the idea. So they gave the size of the airplane and they gave a, a blue uh, rectangle just to give us the idea as to what is the reference that we are talking about. It's so vast that this whole plane, which is really big, would not be even a speck. So imagine yourself in a, a ship with a handful of crew, you are exploring the oceans. And this, those days, when there was the fear, especially in the West, when they thought that Earth was flat. And somewhere there, back there, it is going to tip off and fall. And once you do it, there is no return. That is the underworld. So there was a lot of imagination happening. What would give them the direction? It is these constellations and these uh, various planetary objects at night would give them the direction. Sun, of course, is the biggest direction. It rises in the east, sets in the west. So you guide yourself accordingly. All the other constellations at night time, they have a rotatory motion. They, they, they keep moving. They are not constant in one place. But there is one particular star which is very constant. If there are no clouds, you should be able to see. And it is constantly pointing at one direction alone. Rest all planetary objects move. But this stays alone. And that is the North Star. Now, with respect to that North Star, you align yourself 
and find your directions. So as for a seeker seeking new lands, that north star is the direction. Similarly, for a seeker, that inner uh, compass, 